And as we welcome you back to this program, we have Lisa Lanier, our official attorney, on the line. Every week at this time, she joins us for Lawyer Up inside several legal cases. She will solve them all before our eyes. Hey, Lisa, were you surprised that Alec Baldwin now has had those criminal charges against him dropped for the shooting on the set of his movie Rust? Because we all thought that was going to go forward. What were your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Surprised, yes and no. You know, I know that he, you know, he's a very wealthy, powerful entertainer. He's had lawyers and forensic uh, folks on this, experts on this from day one, and trying to show every little, you know, unrevealed fact or whatever. And what the uh, district attorney said was that there were new facts. Mm-hmm. that changed their feelings about it. And I don't know what those facts are, but I know everyone would like to know. And uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll find out. And it's, so, you know, it's um, kind of yes and no. Well, on the facts we knew, it seemed like he should have been charged, but we have to wait and find out what these new facts are. Yeah, that's what everybody was saying. Because at the time, every lawyer, all the experts, the analysts, you, everybody on TV was saying, oh, yeah, he pulled, you know, he pulled, you had to pull the trigger. He did it. And uh, according to Hollywood law and the law of, making the movies he should have been charged but anyway they were dropped and they're going ahead with the movie as we discussed earlier which also does that surprise you they're going to go ahead with the movie yeah i mean that that happens i mean people die on movie sets you know and so it's pretty much standard that they go forward but just not under these circumstances you know this is a new time new you know a new thing where you see this where one of the actors accidentally shoots somebody on the set you know that's just unprecedented but it is precedent for anytime somebody dies you know, stunt people die, all kinds of things. So mm-hmm. it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, I guess that's right. I wonder how the family feels about that, the, the, uh, the director the of photography. Yeah, I would feel terrible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that to go. I'm sure – now, he'll face probably civil suits from the family, don't you think? Oh, yeah, he's definitely facing – I think they've already filed. Yeah. Oh, okay. It'll be interesting to see what this, how these new facts might impact that lawsuit as well. Right, exactly. There's some more celebrities in the news today. One, you'd have to really be a hardcore NBA fan to know, but his name is Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards. On a game they were playing, regular season game, on March 21st, he was walking to the locker room after the game in Orlando, and a guy named Kyler Briffa and his friend were standing there, and apparently Briffa's friend said to Bradley Beal as he walked by, uh, I lost money because of you. You made me lose $1,300, you F-word. Mm. So at that point, according to this guy, Kyler Briffa, Bradley Beal turned and wound up hitting him in the head. Uh, Beal told Briffa, when you disrespect me, I'm going to press you about it. You think this is a joke? Do you think this is a joke? Do you think this is a joke? Do you think this is a joke? I'm reading verbatim. Your printer didn't get stuck. <laughs> Go to bed. Is each one of those a punch? I have a I have a new printer, and sometimes it'll get stuck. So he may or may not have said that four times. No, yeah. I, think he did. I think he said it over and over. Okay, but he did a lot. He knocked this guy upside the head, and now so this guy is suing for more than fifty thousand dollars. Now this is an NBA player getting into it with a fan because one of the fans lost money. What are your thoughts here? It seems like if he really did get punched, he would have a case, Lisa. What do you think? Yeah, he does. And and this guy's going after, you know, the team as well. And that'll be a harder case. I mean, you definitely cannot, you know, smack somebody upside the head, you know, mm-hmm. and not get it, and then not expect to be responsible or held responsible for it. The key with the team though is if this is you know, if you have an employee that just lashes out unexpectedly and does something violent, it's actually hard to get the employer on the hook for that unless they had notice. You know, if this guy had, had outbursts before He'd smacked other people around, and you know, on the you know within the organization's knowledge, 
then they may also have a problem, like a negligent retention, negligent hiring, negligent supervision kind of thing. But either way, I mean, I think he's got it covered with just going after Beal. Okay, that's what I thought. Is makes B- sense. Is Beal going to have to come out of his pocket with a bunch of money here because he hit him? You know, I think it's going to depend on how these folks come off to the jury, you know, because it didn't. It wasn't like he punched him either. He did that sort of, like when somebody's, the guy was wearing a hat, mm-hmm. and he did that sort of like smack you sort of at the top of the head where it makes your hat fly off. Okay. So it looks funny. You know, it's sort of like, it's kind of like you're, I'm going to smack you, punk, you know, but not hard. You know, oh, I got you. Ah, okay, right. so intent means a lot here. Yeah, I think yeah. so. so. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, my understanding was he didn't. He did not, like, fist punch him or anything. Mm. He did just, like, knock your hat off your head, you know. Mm. Okay. So, it's different. Yeah, you know, so a jury might not take that too seriously. And, and the way they were mouthing off at the guy, the jury might have sympathy for Bill, you know. Oh, maybe. It, it, Interesting. It, it just always seems to be the best advice for players to just be above that. You know you're going to get yelled at. You know, those oh, yeah. fans are so, can be stupid, you know, but and they get in your face. Now, this is about uh, not a, an athlete, but the owner of a football team, Robert Kraft, who owns the New England Patriots. Uh, he has spent $43 million to build a new home in the Hamptons. Oh. And the home is somewhat modern. I saw pictures of it. And now Kraft wants to put an elevator in the home, but not on the inside, but on the outside. You can see the elevator shaft, and it moves up the outside. And his doctors say he has mobility issues, and that's why he wants the elevator. And he won, in a contentious vote, the Architectural Review Board of the Hamptons said yes in a 3-2 vote a year ago. It's a squeaker. Yeah. <laughs> John got her by, by just one vote. <laughs> Who are these other two? Okay, 3-2. to two. And so he was going ahead with the building of his uh, elevator in the eight-and-a-half-bath, seven-bedroom home. That's tiny. In the Hamptons. Mm. But now some others are saying, no, you're breaking all sorts of rules here. You cannot do this. His doctor says he's got mobility issues. They say, oh, yeah, we've got videos and pictures of you playing tennis with your much younger girlfriend. Mm. Tell us about mobility issues. It seems to me, since they approved it, he's going to get this elevator. Lisa Lanier, your thoughts? Well, not necessarily, because the Architectural Review Committee, his HOA, approved it. But now the town is Mm. saying... No, no, no! It can't be exterior because that is not aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. And um, and he and they're not saying you know we're going to deny you an elevator. They're saying you build your in- indoor elevator all day long. Yeah. But Kraft is saying that's going to cost me over a million dollars more to make it ex- oh, interior. Well. <laughs> to, oh well, to quote Biggie, boo hoo! The, the, right. the house is forty three million dollars. Already forty three in. Go all the way. You want to go 44? Right. Don't cheap out on us now. Oh, my God. Yeah, and nobody, nobody likes his house anyway, and it's not his fault. But the person who, who renovated the property before him took a classic Hamptons cottage and leveled it and turned it into, and they supposedly didn't get proper approval from the town then. Mm-hmm. So I think he's kind of, he's paying for the crimes and you know sins of others that came before him uh-huh. because they, they already hate him and his house. Because it kind of sticks out like an eyesore in this, you know, this these cozy cottages, very Hamptons-esque, that now he's come along and he's uh, living in this monstrosity modern thing that they don't like. It's modern. So, yeah. So I that's saw kind the photos. Of I saw the photos. You know, from an engineering point of view, I, none, none of us in this room has one. Could you not design an elevator 
an exterior elevator that is more aesthetically pleasing. It just looks like a wall, or it looks like a you know. But you can't see p- the shaft. Part of the house. Yeah, you got to cover the shaft. You, nobody wants to see the shaft. <laughs> well, you know, by the time he does that, he's probably spending a ton more money either way. You're right. Well, you're right. Well, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And and why not put the elevator on the inside of the house? That's what costs so much money. Oh, that's you have to. Yeah, have it to was re- over a million dollars more. That's his only sticking point. If it's over a million dollars more, it's the money. And he's, yeah, and he's saying, you know, he's like, now he's saying, well, I'm going to sue you under the ADA, but the ADA has already ruled on a very similar issue many times where HOAs and ramps for people with handicap ramps. And what the ADA says is, look, you can put aesthetic regulations on it. You, you just can't prevent them access. Okay. You have to let them build some kind of structure to get in and out of their house. But you're but all day long. You can put aesthetic regulations, and that's what they're doing. That's right. Hmm. Okay, that makes perfect sense. It's hard to feel sorry for a billionaire. It, it of is course. over a million dollars. It is. I was walking on Figure Eight Island two years ago. <laughs> Do tell. And uh, yeah, I told you this. I was, oh yes. I was and I saw a modern home, and I just stood and stared at it and said, "My God, what is the world coming to?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I wasn't that. so stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. And I knocked on their back door. <laughs> but then Tom Cruise came out on the deck and waved at me. <laughs> hey, Kelly. Hey, Justin I'm, Timberlake. <laughs> I must be unbelievably high. <laughs> All right. Next lawsuit comes from Chipotle. They are suing another restaurant called Sweet Green. Sweet Green is a, uh, I guess it's a West Coast uh, restaurant. They're in California, at least. They have a new dish called the Chipotle Chicken Burrito Bowl. And Chipotle itself says, you know the deal. You know you're trying to capitalize on what we're doing. But it is a pepper, right? Yes, it is. Or a spice. That's what Sweet Green is saying. They're saying, wait a minute, Chipotle is a spice. We're allowed to use that name, too. Chipotle says, no, you're not. We, you... Huh. Every, everybody knows we serve these bowls, very similar bowl to what they serve, and they're calling it the Chipotle Chicken Burrito Bowl. So hmm. they're saying it's causing a lot of confusion. But now you do have to go to Sweet Green to get it because Sweet Green is the restaurant. What do you think, Lisa? Is uh, Who's going to win this, Chipotle or Sweet Green? Well, I think that probably, depending on this, this fight about the font, mm-hmm. the color and the font, that's what it's going to come down to because – Chipotle tried back in the early 2000s to get a trademark for the word Chipotle, Mm -hmm. and they were denied because it's a generic word. It's actually a dried jalapeno, usually smoked, Mm -hmm. smoked dried jalapeno. And, you know, just like any other spice, like you can't trademark the word nutmeg or you can't trademark the word jalapeno. Yes. And so they denied it, but then they gave them a supplemental trademark for the font and the colors. So they said, look, you know, you can't, we can't trademark that word for you. But if somebody comes along and they use the word with exactly the same color and font as you, then you've got an, you've got a uh, trademark that you can protect. So what, what it's going to come down to, Chipotle says they're using the same color and a similar font. So oh, that's going to be what it comes okay. down to. Okay. Have you seen the font that they're using, and do you think it's too similar to Chipotle? You know, it's. I mean, it is. It is sort of uh, reminiscent of you know, the color more so, I think, than the font. But, um, but it definitely doesn't. It doesn't to me scream they're trying to completely rip off Chipotle. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. At, at first, I was on kind of on Chipotle side, but the more you think about it, 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 it is a food item. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like yeah. you know, copywriting ranch. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess so. I was on Chipotle side too. I think, but don't you deep down think they know? Okay, we're going to capitalize on this. You know that Chipotle. When I hear the word Chipotle, I don't think the spice anymore. I think the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess it's just become that. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's also because the the product, the bowl, is so similar to yeah. a product that Chipotle has. Because you, you know, I'll, I'll go to a a restaurant and they'll have something that has the word Chipotle in it because it's in the dish, mm-hmm. but it's not. You know, maybe it's like. A steak with you know chipotle right. sauce on it or something, mm. but it's not. That doesn't make you think, oh, that's a ripoff. But this is like a very similar product. Yeah, yeah. we've exactly. come a long way, you know, because when the restaurant first appeared, half of us called it chipotle. Yeah, we did. A, a lot <laughs> of us, <laughs> in fact, a lot yeah. of us did. That's right. I finally got it right. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a one we talked about her earlier this week in Houston, Texas. She went to Houston Methodist Hospital to have her foot operated on. Now she had painful bone spurs on both feet. Her name is Linda Almanza. Mary Linda Almanza. And she said that one foot was worse than the other. I believe it was her left foot was the worst by far. So she wanted to have that one operated on first. She woke up from the surgery and found they had operated on the right foot by mistake. She was very upset by this, as you can imagine. And it took a long time now before they could operate on the left because she had to recover from the right. The hospital's defense was, yes, we made a mistake, but you were going to have to have both of them operated on anyway. So we just did them out of order. Do you think she has a great case and we'll get a heavy, a hefty payday here from the Methodist Hospital in Houston, Lisa? Well, I think she has a good case because, in part, the doctor really, you know, he realized right after the surgery that he'd screwed up mm-hmm. and he tried to cover it up. And that always makes jurors upset. You know, yeah. that's just a, that's a big no-no. Mm-hmm. So he went and he got the consent form and he had them initial the the foot that he operated on after the fact trying to cover up that she had actually given permission for both feet which wasn't true and you know went to the husband got tried to get him to initial it mm-hmm. i mean it was just a big a big uh, allegedly big cover-up so yeah but the issue is there's really a huge limit in texas on what you can recover they have a cap on non-economic damages of two hundred and fifty thousand per defendant so if she's able to, sh- to get the hospital on the hook there's a cap of $500,000 if there's multiple defendants. I don't think she has a hospital claim here um, from what I saw. Um, I don't think she's alleging that. So she's going to be capped at 250 on her non-economic damages. Okay. That's pretty low. Yeah. No, okay. All right. But I think she'll wind up getting that, uh, $250,000. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, his conduct after the fact was so damning. That's crooked and- doctor. I love and, it. And- I know. As you were saying that, I was like, that's exactly what I would have done. Erasing the mark on one foot. <laughs> Right. Just casually getting some going, alcohol solvent. <laughs> casually going out to her husband. You know, boss, she forgot to initial this. Do you mind? But she I already knew. had the surgery. You and I were Sir? on the exact same page. <laughs> you do what you got to do. I was thinking that's exactly what I would have done. And <laughs> try to cover it up. Now, let me ask you this, Lisa. Is he going to lose his license over something like that? You know, it's really hard to get a doctor's license. I mean, he has to, like. You know, do a bunch of cocaine and sexually abuse some patients or something. Um, no. <laughs> I, I smell a reprimand. I do yeah. too. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I, when I got to get my other foot done, I'm going to a different doctor in a different hospital. No question. I wouldn't get yeah. the same one. Yeah. Uh, me too. That's right. He doesn't know you a freebie? 
I don't want him giving me a freebie. He owes me yeah. one. He should pay for the one at the hospital yeah. up yeah, in Fort Worth I got to get. Well, the hospital should give me a different surgeon to do the next foot and do it for I free. I want to be part of any of that place. You know, probably what this guy would do is like right as she's being put out for the surgery, lean over and go, guess who's doing your surgery? <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Hope I get the right yeah. foot. You did say the left one, right? <laughs> Why don't you initial there? <laughs> Is this going to hurt, doctor? Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> Am I going to have a scar? Oh, you're going to have a scar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very much. Poor woman, my God. Uh, there's, a tel- there's an elementary school teacher that's on the hook for some problems here in Oklahoma, charged with assault after he allegedly threw a dodgeball at a student three times. According to court records, a student at Carriage Hills Elementary in Lawton, Oklahoma, went to the principal after the male teacher hit the kid three times with a dodgeball, once in the leg, once in the back, and once in the face, knocking the glasses off. Mm. Other students who were witnesses said, oh, yeah, he tore him up. He uh, threw it at him three times. So the police have interviewed the employee who said he was sitting in the class when the student um, when the student threw the ball at him and another teacher, and he wouldn't apologize for it, so he threw it back at the kid. So what do you think about this, Lisa? Is this guy going to be in serious trouble? Probably lose his job over it, do you think? Yeah, and he's facing, they've arrested him uh, with charges of misdemeanor assault. So he faces a max of 90 days in jail and a $1,000 fine. And what happened was the principal conducted an investigation, interviewed all these little kids, and it turned out that this the child did not intentionally hit him with the ball. The child threw the ball like hard at a, another kid playing the game. It bounced off the other kid and hit the teacher Teacher didn't really see all that, thought the kid had thrown it at him on purpose and pummeled him with the ball three times. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's just out of line, you know. I mean, yeah. I don't know about charging a teacher with assault. I think that might be a bit harsh, but he should have some kind of professional reprimand and maybe lose his job. I mean, it was way out of line. If you're that unhinged yeah. that you are going to, you know, go off on a kid like this, you know. Well, it, probably being driven crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a kid, and I was in the 11th grade, and our teacher, if you were doing something wrong, he'd throw an eraser at you across the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. People were throwing stuff at kids all the time. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> and these are elementary age kids. That's true. Oh, yeah. I was a, I was a junior in high school, and uh, he if you were caught like sleeping or talking or whatever, he'd just ping you with an eraser. He was remarkably accurate, too. He was very... I think they taught that, like in teacher college, because yeah. that was like... <laughs> Yeah, they did. I had a fourth grade teacher, and she had a fly swatter. Yes, and she'd come uh-huh. smack you on the leg. Yeah, that's right. Or sometimes right. on the arm. She didn't uh, care. I know. And it had a smiley face on it. Well, what was the one? Chris Dim had a teacher that used to what knock you on the knuckles or something, didn't she? Or uh, or would she come by? Or did you? Did they have that when you were in school? When you were you're in Catholic school? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we had. Never had corporal punishment, but I I got dragged out by my ear a few times by yeah. the principal. I, uh, yeah. Listen, Mr. Spivey dragged me out by my ear one time, and that hurt. It separated my earlobe. Had- <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dad thought he got it pierced. <laughs> I had a little problem with my ear. With ear boy. After that. Back then, you couldn't do anything about it. Now that teacher would get fired and arrested. Yeah, yeah. not anymore. Those are the days. Story, the, you remember that movie, Chicken Little? Did your kids watch oh, that? Yeah. This whole movie, this yeah. whole story made me think about how big dot. And you remember the, the coach that would, you know, in the dodgeball and Foxy Loxy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah he. That, that's right. They were. Boy, he's pinging people with dodgeballs. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, Back yeah, then, you, yeah. if you got pulled by the earlobe yeah. by your teacher, the last thing you did was tell your parents. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, yeah. You didn't want to. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You'd be in trouble. Right. You'd be in trouble for whatever you did to get pulled by the ear. Of course. Yeah. Now the parent goes and takes, 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 mm-hmm. takes care of the teacher. Exactly. Right. 
Man, I miss the old days. Oh, man. Glad to tell you what. What are we doing here? Am I the only one? Is it time for that old stand-up comedy line? Beat your kids. Yeah. Yes. Beat your kids.